0: And we're back with Changemakers and Sheepdog Animation, the world-renowned studio that teaches kids how to take their digital skills to the next level so they can go into animation, 3D, or even building apps. This is part two, where Alice and Paul, the co-founders, talk about the importance of teamwork, working with peers, and fostering that skill uh, with children. I would love to hear what you think. I'm on Instagram at mycooperproductions. And... Leave me a review on Apple or Podchaser or anywhere you get your podcasts. I'd love to hear from you. You could also write me an email to changemakerswithoutborders at gmail.com. Thank you. So did you have any children or youth that were more introverted, that had a hard time interacting with the peers in your classroom, or uh, they actually rejected Interaction with people, or did you find the exact opposite? <clears throat> yes, no, never. And and you've not had any uh, student that has brought any kind of violent uh, or blood, uh, violent content in into your into the animation. Not at all. No, not at all. We always not had nice,
1: friendly films. You yes. can actually our mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we we yeah. enter
0: our films are created also
2: for the film festival. So we create uh, festivals for teens and, and children festivals as well. So uh, the classes are very like structured, and we prepare like for mm-hmm. the creation of the films. Like, and we also uh, teach the animation. So you have the choice; you don't have to create the films. Because you can just from learn from
1: the character design mm-hmm. all the way mm-hmm. through all the steps. So uh, mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. films actually uh, nice, friendly, and happy. Yeah,
0: yeah like we never, yeah. yeah, we never
1: had experience mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. violence. No, in not films. at all.
0: Well wow, that's that's great. So, um, what is what is the kind of thing that uh makes the animation film a winning piece? Would you say what what is the what is the main what are the main elements that mm-hmm. make a winning film? Because you you guys with with your students have won many many awards uh, for your animation films. Mm-hmm. I think it will be the storyline. Yeah. Storyline, story, get a really yeah.
2: good story and really nice storyboard and you go from there. Yeah, then the character is and honestly, the character design, exceptional, but, mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, have, basically you need everything to have winning film. Everything is to be perfect, mm-hmm. but definitely start with story and storyboarding, for mm-hmm, sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Skills? Do you think that it, it gives uh, it gives students to do you know the classical with the sculpture and the drawing uh, and the whole nine yards of uh, learning animation.
1: This everything involved, not mm-hmm. just art. There is uh, forward thinking. There is problem solving, teamwork, because usually you need more than one person to to work on the film, oh, right? Definitely,
2: definitely. So there's
1: so many skills in life. You're going to gain from actually having classes or actually creating film in a group because uh, you have to be able to listen to other people and mm-hmm. make the proper judgment.
2: Mm-hmm. What is the
1: rate and what is the best way to...
2: We promote teamwork too. Yeah. So, you know, even if somebody's working on different film, we ask other students to record the voice or help with some scene as well. And this way, students will work together. And there's... Absolutely, like zero jealousy, right? Yeah. Like, if, if students will we receive were, really high award, it's like good, good for you. Like
1: because of when, mm-hmm. uh, say, for example, some student has won at the Walt Disney a Film Festival in San Francisco, at Afe, we thought that maybe the other students will get jealous, but that mm-hmm. wasn't the case at all.
2: Not at all. It was just was, wonderful that the teamwork yeah. and uh, students are just amazing. Yeah. And. It's the opposite. They actually wanted to be successful and create, like, the the films and create that their art were improved.
0: What kind of students do do you really see come to you? Like, you're basically saying that that a lot of these students, they don't bring any kind of uh, violence. They're people who who need to be willing to work as a team, to not have, uh, not to... To be too proud that they can, they're okay to help another person even without getting credit. Those are some things that I'm hearing about the types of students that, that you're getting. But what are some other things that, that you see? Do you see like everybody, no matter um, you know what kind of background uh, they come in, come into your studio? We start classes from uh, age group eleven plus.
2: Most of our students are, are like 14 years mm-hmm. old. Uh, now we started to like, we, we have lots of students applying for the college. So we have students working on portfolio. And I think each student has also different, um, not an interest. Some students wanted to do more stop motion animation. Some students wanted to do more of the hand drawn animation or watercolors versus to digital. So, some students are tired of technology and some students like the technology and using the computers and that. So, there's a, like a line. So, you have left and right kind of. So, and then we try to like mix it, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's true. It's uh, just depending on the interest of the, the students. But, but then, everybody like, you know, who started like with the traditional, we switched them to the digital because you need. You need the technology, like Everything. for, uh, yeah, for getting the job and uh, uh, like
0: mm-hmm.
2: occupation too. And when you go to like uh, the post-secondary education, you definitely need you know how to save save the files and like mm-hmm. write like an all the experience. So that will be the introduction. And we started with the age eleven years old, and you go up. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Do you see
0: a big difference between uh, youth and children who? who have this type of training that you give uh, to students with having a portfolio and having all the uh, animation experience versus uh, a person that wants to get into animation. Are Is a person that wants to get into animation and doesn't have that experience, are they even accepted? How competitive is it? Oh,
2: it's, the schools are extremely, extremely competitive. Like, you know, some, some schools, they have, like, thousands of people interested in, uh, and the uh, animation yeah. studies, and they will accept just like hundreds of people. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's really highly competitive, and it's really hard to get into the school. So it's definitely the portfolio preparation classes are really must. Mm-hmm. So it's from introduction to the uh, how to create location design, uh, composition to character design. Uh, we do the digital painting as well, like this.
1: Yeah, sure. And...
2: We have students uh, applying for the game design too, so it's the the 3D and what is the model sheet and what are the poses, expressions. expressions and creation of the location designs and everything together. So yes, definitely must, I would say, to have some training and prepare the portfolio.
0: So, of course, knowing, uh, animation on the technological level, uh, through doing it on the computer is very important. Otherwise, you won't be able to, to, you know, get the job done at, uh, you know, the different companies that you would work in for animation. Do you think that classical animation will be phased out at some point? Or... No, we don't let it die.
2: No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh... You probably see like that is like. Coming back. It's coming back actually. Yeah. So it's kind of it is sad that it suddenly vanished. We mm-hmm. were looking for the animation camera, the the big twelve six sixteen feet uh, big huge camera where you can shoot the fil- films, and it's all gone. Everything is gone, so it's really, uh, it's a heartbreaking moment for us, too, because it's the best medium how you should start to uh, learn animation will be the classical. In my opinion, everybody has different opinions. But at least that's why we created the museum, so we can preserve the history and students can learn from that. And we feel that, you know, the digital world, you're surrounded, but when you take a pencil and a paper in your hand, you actually found it very peaceful and relaxing. And that's the beauty about, you know, so take a break, take a pencil and Mm. (laughs) just draw because you will find it that it's just very different and peaceful. So that's why we promote it, not just because of that, but preserve the history as well. So we have the Walt Disney Animation table and we show how the, you know, the light table worked and how the classical animation is created was the cell painting too. And then we start from there.
0: I want to hone in uh, for a moment on that point, Alice, that you brought up uh, just now about how you can feel relaxed uh, by drawing. Did you see that other students were recognizing the same thing?
2: Definitely. Yeah, for, mm-hmm. sure. <clears throat> <clears throat> for sure. For yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. That they saw a big difference when they animate on the computer versus how they feel when they draw on paper.
2: It's just something about it. Yeah, you're more
1: (laughs) of the physical creation versus Mm -hmm. just the digital part. Mm -hmm.
0: What Alice is talking about here, I can attest to from personal experience, but it actually is scientifically proven as well. Different studies show that when you're drawing for 45 minutes or longer, your stress reduces significantly. In one study, conducted by Drexel University in Philadelphia, cortisol levels reduced by 75% for participants, regardless if they had a lot of experience drawing or literally zero. You can mention at mycooperproductions with your creations on Instagram, and you know what, if you want to make my day, write a review as well. Without further ado, let's get back to the episode.
2: You have to use students. a pencil sharpener and put pencil yeah. and sharpen it. Yeah, getting you know?
1: dirty just yeah the
2: and then you pencil have mess everywhere. And... You actually have to clean it up, right? So this is not just file, save, close. Yeah. <laughs> this
0: is a technical question, but do you have a uh, recommendation for a good pencil and a, uh, sharpener? Sometimes those sharpeners can break the, the pencil. The
1: lid? yeah.
2: So Sheepdog Animation has own store too, (laughs) (laughs) so recommendation, we sell the the best stuff like you can buy for animation. So we do have the color race animation pencils, so that goes back to 1920 1930 when you were filming the animation on the actual celluloid film. So animators were using blue or red color, and over top, you were doing the cleanup with the black pencil. So when you develop the film, you actually could not see the blue or red pencil. And we did this testing also in the studio. The students uh, created the character in blue pencil, mm-hmm. and then we made a photocopy. I was like, where's the character? Why well, it's not there? Because you know what? When you make a photocopy, like you actually can't see it as well. So it's not Some people like... may
1: remember fax machine when you've signed document mm-hmm. in blue. Sometimes you faxed it. The signature wasn't there. Mm-hmm. The same thing applied to this, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So that blue pencil will actually help you to create the structural drawing. So classical or like draw hand draw animation, it's a 3D animation. You're actually creating the character in space. Mm-hmm. So you have to have the structural drawing underneath and then you do the cleanup with mm-hmm. the darker pencil, the black pencil, and that that was what you could see on the on the celluloid. So so we we have these uh pencils in the studio, we have watercolors too and the pencil sharpener. It's just amazing pencil sharpener. I miss it so much because we are online now. (laughs) But I have it here like, yeah, it's uh, something. It just sharpens the pencil to the point. We actually teach students how to draw the pencil and how to draw for animation because we sharpen their pencils to like a needle point. And if they put a pressure, they will break it. And they have to sharpen it again. But it's like, do not put any pressure on the pencil. (laughs) It's just <laughs> see you have to sharpen. Do not put any pressure, and then that's how they will learn the structural drawing because they and will learn how light to lines, hold yeah. their pencils too. Yeah. And that will be the same with the digital. You actually have to put the pressure on the pencil too. So,
0: and the light lines is for your ability to erase the lines uh, easily, and also that you don't have it as a like a scratch on the page, right? It's not
2: just that. It's because you're creating like structural drawing underneath. So you actually see, you need to to see in space, it's 3D. It's not 2D. It's hard to describe it. So one day, you know, when the COVID will be over, we will open this beautiful studio again and we will show you everything what we are talking about and what is the structural drawing and what is like 3D and 2D, I would say. So it will, yeah. It's hard to describe it when you're online again like it's like uh the online classes have some benefits and they don't because you're you know the fact that you don't have the pencil drawings in front of you like it's yeah a yeah. bit but you can do the structural drawing on digital too but it's just like much much easier and hmm. the traditional mm-hmm.
0: do you think that uh there is something that is transferred with an animation film that is not Transferred on, say, a regular movie with actors?
1: I think you have more uh, freedom with animation,
2: right?
0: Mm -hmm. Well,
2: yeah, if you look at the speakable me, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) You cannot act that animation. You cannot, like, yeah. You can
2: scratch the character, you can squish it, like, you know, like, so you have definitely more fun. And I found actually that the animated films are more funny. (laughs) <laughs> so it's probably easier to create a comedy than yeah, the horror movie I guess now nah, like you, no. you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's definitely like comedy and children's film must be like animated type mm-hmm. film. It's like more fun. So
0: actually. it's easier to bring basically fantastical elements, and you're saying also it's more humorous. Uh Yeah, you can change the definitely. shapes,
1: different you know, make them flat when
0: mm-hmm, it mm-hmm.
1: needs to be and watch and comes back like so see, when yeah. I was
2: talking about the movies we were screening in the studio we had the classic uh, movie the Dracula and you know to be honest like kids were just sitting and they were quiet like usual they eat pizza you know like they have like talking to each other sometimes right but on the classical movie the classic movie mm-hmm. they were just sitting and watching and then we realized it's the special effects so you know the Dracula is standing there the lights are just like on his eyes and then you have the bats are flying but the bats are on the string right so it's yeah, like this is the 1920 uh, the high right? 1920, 1920
1: no 30. CGI, <laughs> so all the special effects are just horrible so, but actually, yeah
2: uh, so then you realize like when you look at like uh but the is now it's just amazing because you are using the special effects so definitely like when you look at the you know the films the animation yeah you can stretch the character right you can do like but also with the special effects too. Nowadays, you can do uh, amazing stuff too. So, but I, I just found the animated films so Agree. Like,
0: okay. yeah. Would you say that the the winning films um, were more humorous than the films, the animation films that were less humorous? Like, would you say that humor was one one big element that made it a winning piece? Uh, like with our students
1: uh... the story is most important mm-hmm. the humor adds to animation but I'm not sure if that's what makes winning film actually mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think it's more the story itself mm-hmm. that's not Definitely. necessarily humorous but actually interesting
0: mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what
1: I think
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. sure. so not our regular once upon a time uh, m- mold maybe something that it, that we haven't really seen before in a story or or is it a, the emotions? Um,
2: you know, <clears throat> okay. I would say when we were like, it's have different visions, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, I yeah. would say students age eleven, and they also have like different like language. I don't know. Sometimes like they found stuff like more more funny, and we we don't we don't understand, understand
1: it. Yeah, I noticed that do. too.
2: It's, yeah. Yeah.
1: So they all understand their jokes.
2: And like, we don't.
1: I know. It's very strange. <laughs> like they have their own language mm-hmm. between uh, yeah. in their yeah, age yeah. group. But it's interesting. When you say
2: the, the creation is yeah. like they're so creative. Oh wow. And at that age I I would say that kids are m- created more than adults, definitely. Mm-hmm. Right? So for them it's much easier to come up with the idea for the film than for yeah. us it's true yeah it's true yeah they will come up with the ideas really fast so let's say if i will tell you draw a character and this character is carrying uh, it's halloween so you can create some halloween character they will sit down and they will draw immediately If it's me and Bob, well, oh, is references. This. It'll take us three days, right? No, <laughs> the kids will be done like within time ago. It's true. <laughs> so the creativity is definitely—I would say—like faster than with us. Like I know we are in the age. Like, so, yeah.
0: so with animation, there is there is one thing uh, that I wanted to ask you about uh, facial expressions. Is it true that it's it's harder to to show? Uh, minute uh, facial expressions, uh, or even you know uh, something that is more sensitive than what you would see on a human face uh, in film. Are, are there are there programs or software that uh, that help with the with bringing out the facial expressions of a character in animation?
2: Yeah, actually, like when we create the films, we create films first with like a like a silent movie, they have to act it out. That's the best way how to learn the animation. Mm -hmm. Instead of just standing and say, oh, I'm so sad and then do like a sad face. You, It's actually better if you acted it out. Like Mr. Bean, let's say. Great example. He's like, it doesn't matter in what country you're watching, you know, Mm -hmm. his movie, like everybody understands. He doesn't talk, but it's just like how you act. And that's what we are teaching uh, our students. It's to not to like do the, the lip syncing, yeah. but act it out actually.
0: So you're Show saying that expression. it's yeah. it's the whole body of the character, but yes. are you also yes. able to see the yeah. facial expressions of a character?
2: Yeah, like you can as well, yeah. but we don't. It's mostly like acting because we are using uh, so students are mostly using clay, right, for mm-hmm. the the animation. So it's Mostly like using the camera movements, understanding the camera movements, and you just have like a music, right? Like yeah. it's, um, it's
1: more like a, the way it's acting and mm-hmm, the hands. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you know, when you're happy, when you're sad, you're like a person from distance. Mm-hmm. You don't need to see the face, you know, already when you see that. So that's what we're teaching is to show by uh,
0: emotions, by, emotion, by the action, like
1: the whole body.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Do you see that um, in, in in our culture, because we have the use of, of technology is so ubiquitous and uh, children even, uh, you know, one-year-old are having iPads on their laps, do you think that there is a, a lack of body language um, now with kids? M- maybe not with the kids that you're seeing because they're a special kind of group, um, but do you see that there might be a danger with... Uh, and and that we need to... Basically, what, you, what, what you're doing is to emphasize the use of body language so that we have it in our personal lives as well more. I think that's a good question, like,
2: uh We were in complete shock that... Do you remember when we were teaching in cursive writing?
0: Oh,
2: yeah. That was shock. Students don't know how to write in cursive writing. So we actually had a pen mm-hmm. for fountain polygraphic pens. pen, Polygraphic fountain pen, and we yeah. had classes, and we were teaching we in cursive writing, and the students actually learned it so fast, and then they were like signing their artwork with in cursive, yeah. which was really nice. <laughs> so, but we just realized that you know you're just typing. And I realized my, my incursive writing in Europe, like we had mm-hmm. to give our like special mark for incursive writing and you had to like really like pay lots of attention. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, everybody had such an amazing handwriting. My handwriting right now is just really bad. I'm typing. So it's just like, I think the use of technology, it should be balanced as well. My opinion, mm-hmm. like because, you know, again, everybody has a different opinion that I, I found like, I agree with you. that was an eye-opener. Because you just realize, like, hey, like, you know, otherwise just using computers and typing and, you know, iPhones, mm-hmm. and then you should have that healthy balance, too. That's just what I think. So it was a good yeah. uh, good example, I guess. And actually, but, everybody
1: liked it. That's,
2: and everybody liked it.
1: It was so much fun yeah. learning. But, yeah, they
2: were, like, putting hands uh, up if they can go to the washroom, right? Because they felt <laughs> like school. in school. <laughs> <That's fun. laughs> it's like, this is not school. Like, it's like. Fun, but you just want you to learn the cursive writing. But, and yeah. so it
0: seems that with sheepdog animation, you're allowing uh, children and youth to to touch uh, art forms that we we have even taken out of our schools. Like we're not learning, uh, kids are not mm-hmm. learning cursive anymore uh, at school. Um, some schools are, some are
2: not.
0: So yeah, like in Canada, most of them are are not anymore,
2: um,
0: mm-hmm. and. And you're bringing back something that it shows that children are loving it uh, as well with uh, drawing and, and sculpture uh, things that that require a lot of attention and a lot of patience mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. the children are are flourishing.
2: Yeah, I think that the you know the technology. Okay, like it was a great opener. Like uh, our museum. Do you remember we had the magic lantern? Mm-hmm. Magic lantern. It's a first projector. It was actually back in what 14th century. Yeah, people right. were projecting images on the wall, and we had a magic lantern that was coming from Germany. Mostly they were made in Germany, and it was a company in Düsseldorf somewhere. Mm-hmm. Two thousand people employed. The magic lantern, after three years, were replaced by film, and. The technology, like you know, if you look at it like now, right? So the technology now is changing weekly,
0: mm-hmm.
2: not like you know how it was with the magic lantern too. So if you look at the the speed of the technology now, it's just incredible yeah, fast,
1: super fast.
2: And I think just stop for a bit and you know grab a pencil and draw, and I think you can. That's what I meant about the you know just relaxing. So have that balance between the life now and, you know, the technology and take a break from that for a bit and balance it. And I, I think that even the incursive writing, take a break from typing, yeah. try to create a letter H with a calligraphy pen. It's <laughs> it's quite hard to. So <laughs> So and you found it challenging have, uh, you know? <laughs> <It's what? laughs> and you have ink on your hands. Then <gasps> my hands are dirty from ink. Right. So you found it shocking to us. <laughs> so I don't know. It's very different. So well, I think the healthy balance between so it, it's good. It should be there, that yeah. definitely the technology is changing really fast. Like and that's what I wanted to know I'd say about the magic lantern that you kind of realize the problem we have now they had already in 1920 1930 because the technology started to like change rapidly too and technology was replaced so no more magic lanterns you had films so all these 2,000 people were suddenly unemployed and I I guess you know they were making celluloid films like instead of magic lanterns I don't know what happened to these people but it's just yeah
0: so as a last note what would be uh, some tips that you would suggest to to people who would like to start animation? You were Maybe what you were just mentioning about just, you know, taking that pencil, taking that calligraphy pen and put it mm-hmm. on paper, take a break, turn off that computer mm-hmm. yeah. or some of those things. I would. So now everything is online.
2: Take a break from online for a bit. Draw. And then you will see that what you're drawing actually, like you can do the digital painting right like it's it's true mm-hmm. but find that balance between yeah so especially these these days when everything is online and it's going to be venture and you know we will be all sitting at home so take a break and
1: do some drawings
0: do some drawings on
1: the paper mm-hmm. with a pencil mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> thank you very much for joining ChangeMakers. <laughs> thank you so oh, thank much you. <laughs> Happy New Years! I'm your host, Mai Cooper, and this radio show is on Peach City Radio, CFUZ, and CKMS Radio Waterloo. If you feel you've learned something valuable, please share this inspirational content so that it can reach more people. And please write a review. Kind words make the world go round. Thank you for lending your ears, and I'll see you in 2021.